Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but just call me Rachel. This podcast is the place to learn about really feeling our emotions, mastering the mind, being aware of our energy, transforming our lives and ourselves, and tuning into our own intuition for the purpose of living in love, bliss, freedom, health, peace, and what I call our godly potential. I would love to stay connected with you. If you want updates about Rev with Rachel and living a Rev life, go to RevWithRachel.com, enter your name and email address, and you can also like Rev Life on Facebook. Today's episode is From Corporate to Calling with Tanya Stevens. Welcome, Tanya. Hi, Rachel. Hi. I get to see you almost every day these days. So true. <laughs> you are my new boss at a wonderful healing center in the area, and I'm so, I'm so grateful to now know you and and then connect with you this way for you to share your story and transformation and how you have made this transformative shift or shifts in your own life. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I, I really do feel an honor to be here with you and to share my story with your listeners. Cool. I love it. So why don't you just kind of start there with your story and how things kind of have transformed and come to be what they are now. Oh, absolutely. So I am originally from the East Coast. I'm the eldest daughter of a minister pastor. Uh, and so with that, there was um, quite a bit that I was exposed to at a very young age, uh, serving that uh, congregation or community mm-hmm. where my father would bring us, um, bring me specifically to, uh, to older ones in our congregation and, and really help and heal uh, those uh, as much as possible uh, at that time. And then over the years, uh, that just really embedded a very strong work ethic, as well as being very driven to excel and deliver as much value to whoever it might be in my uh, immediate circle. So uh, mind you, all, all through the years, I've kind of resided predominantly on the East Coast from, from the Northeast down to the Southeast. Mm-hmm. And about 15 years ago or so, we moved to the Twin Cities area. And that is really where my professional life really took um you know, it really ramped up quite a bit. And I began really excelling and blossoming in corporate America here within the Twin Cities, most recently um, as a sales operations and enablement um, executive at an a international 3D printing company. But I really spent many years um, within sales and account management operations in global settings, uh, really driving forward and delivering as much value as I could for um, those companies and um, different stakeholders that I had at that time. Um, What ended up happening for me is that simultaneously during those 15 years, I was going through every season um, as a a young mother, uh, as a a wife, uh, dealing with aging parents, dealing with um, also uh, the working mom dynamic and, and mm-hmm. having young ones that were growing up. And what I found during that 
you know, season of my life was that I was beginning to lose myself, giving myself to all these other parties that Mm. I didn't really make the time or make myself a priority to stay connected to um, what really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And that may, re- you know, s- sound familiar to to a lot of other working moms in, in your audience where we're just known to give, right, and give as much as, as we can to others and we'll sacrifice ourselves. And what I found to, for me was that I was achieving this level of success outwardly, but inwardly I was really suffering from the stress of caring and doing that. And I was going without sleep. It was affecting, um, my, my diet was terrible. Um, I was surviving off of, you know, two, three hours of sleep with lots of caffeine, eating whatever I could, whenever I could, Mm. um, making, uh, making every effort to be there for others and, and really just cutting myself short. And, I just came to these crossroads where I I knew that this was not sustainable. I had probably reached that, um, that crossroad years before finally, um, becoming aware of it and, uh, made a conscious decision that something was missing. Something was not right, uh, that I needed to pause and really start doing some work on myself. And that was probably about five years ago where I really hit a, another low point. And whenever I had gone through those seasons in the past, I had immediately returned to my yoga mat. I had been mm-hmm. a yogi for, gosh, well over 25 years. And and I found myself going back to the mat and and going back to making that, that, um, that time to connect with my mind, body, and spirit, you know, a priority once again. And and that's where, um, things began to shift very quickly for me. And describe what you mean by shift and how things shifted. Well, when, when I started actually returning to the mat and finding quiet for the storm that was going on in my mind and in my body, it, it was a shift of that I'm now at this stage in my life and what were the whys? Why was I, you know, living each day the, the way that I was living? And, and was I really um, taking the right steps to living the highest and truest vision of myself? Somewhere along the way, I really felt that I lost myself in the day-to-day. And so by really pausing and making that time, it was kind of a self-awareness journey within that I just hadn't really done before then. Yeah, I mean, it's so true, too, that we, I, I felt that same experience of you're always doing things for other people are responding, you know, prioritizing an email that needs to go to someone else instead of something that might just need to happen right here. Um, but it is a journey to, to discover, like, if I'm going to give so much to others, I have to really fill myself up first. How do I feel good here first so that I can effectively and 
in the way that we want to serve others. Cause a lot, a lot of what I hear you saying is you're a server and a giver and <laughs> you, you support other people in such a beautiful way, but um, we have to take care of ourselves. Oh, absolutely. And it was, it was at first getting over that initial guilt, right. Mm. Of I'm carving out this, half hour, this hour, this, in, in some cases, it was almost like a two hour block because I would be commuting from work to um, a class, say for example, or a workshop, whatever it was that I was attending, I was carving out that block of time. And there was so much guilt of, mm-hmm. well, I should be answering that email or I should be um, really uh, having a one-on-one with one of my, you know, direct employees, or I should be, you know, running to spend time with my young ones or or get to a a sporting event or whatever it was. And it was, it was really working through that process of saying, I have to do this for myself for the long haul Mm -hmm. versus thinking of it just for the right now, the the today, you know, and and that was definitely something that took me quite a bit of work to get out of that habit of everything else drops for others. But, you know, carving really 30 minutes for myself was so difficult. And I don't know if that makes sense, but it was just incredibly hard for me to create that new habit of saying, nope, this is my time. This is important. And I'm investing Mm -hmm. in myself. Yeah. And then, so kind of what was the transformation in, doing that for yourself what did it create or wow that it was it was pretty significant so first just allowing my mind to slow down a huge huge issue um I'm a very fast thinker I've always been very fast very uh, um scenario playing um in many cases I've finished this conversation and started the next one in my mind. And it was something that I had to work really hard um, to really slow down, be present, be in the moment and really discover the ability to focus and find calmness in a season that I was under undergoing so much change, right? Mm. There was so much change um, personally, as well as professionally uh, changes in how I was, um, Uh, showing up for others. Uh, And so that was pretty immediate. Just the fact that I I know it sounds crazy, but my, my brain felt like it was relaxing for the first time Mm. in a very long time. It was always so busy. And I think it's, it's also a reflection of how much harm we could do with ourselves to keep up at that pace. Mm. Um, I know many, many colleagues over the years who were really surviving just as I was, I was a mirror of that community of going nonstop. Your mind is racing. Your emails are going, you're always thinking of that project that, you know, the never ending projects that might come in and, and the to-do list, right? There's Mm -hmm. always a to-do list in every area of our life and really allowing that slowing down then shifted for when I was in um, those one-on-ones or in, in, in whatever activity that was happening during the day, I felt present. I felt calm. I felt able to really deliver 
exceptional value. Whereas before it was, it was just a, a reactive kind of dodgeball situation where it was like coming in fast and going out fast mm-hmm. versus this was much more methodical and more focused. And, and I think over time, not only was it reflecting in my professional life where people were really seeing the value that I was bringing at the table, but also in my relationships, the relationships, people felt it was a deepening of those relationships versus more of that superficial deliverables that they were receiving before then. Mm. Very cool. And I think too, uh, when we're, because I, I guess what I hear you're talking toward is kind of that, that lower brain stress, overwhelm, you know, constant kind of, we can be like busy, frantic. Um, when we get out of that space, we have more space for that deepening connection and our intuition and insight. And, and that's kind of our potential and, and how we can create and work with people and stuff to be insightful and intuitive. Did you notice exactly. that? Oh, absolutely. So yeah. that's actually one thing that I um, refocused on is uh, I was, I was, very well known for my intuition and Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm an empath. And just the, the fact that that had led me to so many blessings in my early life, but somehow in the, in the middle part in, in the corporate world, I, I lost sight of my intuition and became more dependent on kind of the, the day-to-day route, right? Instead of really trusting myself mm-hmm. that I, I could really guide myself and, and really create um, and share, right? Um, wisdom that, that I had stored within me already. And so that was actually something that I really deepened with my yoga practice, probably in the, in the 2018 timeframe and went to um, a yoga, yoga teaching uh, program mm-hmm. that was about 10 months and that allowed me to reconnect right with my my mind and my spirit once more and begin trusting again in that that deeper intuition very cool and so then what became the calling oh my goodness the calling <laughs> immediately it was it was so interesting so if, if anyone's even contemplating um, doing or, or deepening their their yoga practice I'll be the first to say I started that practice or that program zero intention of becoming a yoga teacher mm. zero intention of actually <laughs> doing anything with it it was really just for me as I said to really um, work on my, my myself and work on my practice and during that process, this need immediately bubbled up where I felt like everything else in my life was being healed, right? It mm. was, I was back feeling empowered, feeling like I was in control again of myself, in control of what I was um, giving to others and, and also what I was receiving back from that. That was actually very critical. There was a mm. lot that was going out, very little coming back in. So I was very mindful on what I was really focusing my, my time and energy on. And the need then bubbled up as 
now, now that I have this stronger foundation, what can I do now to give back to this local community? This community has been there for me, like I said, for over 15 years and has given me so much that now I found that I wanted to, to again, once again, go back to my child roots of serving others once again, providing whatever tools and resources I had um, to to help others who may be experiencing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and lo and behold, 2020 happened and it, it becomes even more rampant where uh, now more than ever, people are needing healing services. So it, it really was something that was embedded. It was planted during that teacher training program and it just evolved into what we have here today. Well, I love it because, well, there's so many things you know, often we feel those nudges and things in our life and um, we might be afraid to act on them, but so much of that, what you're speaking to is like following that little inner calling, those nudges, like this isn't working. How, I, I might need space for me, What you know, and listening to that and then learning, I think, uh, how to and intuitively to know like yes or no. Like, I mean, that can give us kind of more of a sense of control and how we spend our time and all that. Like when we feel a yes and we can feel a no if it's like in our highest good. Oh, completely, completely. And this is, I mean, I am a very... Um, methodical. I mean, my background, if you saw my background is in corporate strategy. I, I'm very strategic in whatever my moves are. And this was truly a calling. It was something that I was being pulled and directed, um, for anyone who really, you know, wants to learn more about how this, this evolved. It was, it was more of a, Hey, would you ever be interested in a business for yoga? And I'm like, well, maybe. (laughs) Um, And so, and then the location, um, just we had our eye on a specific location and, and that um, developer actually reached out to us. Um, Mm -hmm. The construction of this during, you know, right in the midst of the crux of, of COVID when it was just hitting the U.S. Oh my gosh. The fact that we were able to even continue the project, the fact that we still, you know, were able to uh, break ground and, and keep on schedule. I mean, we were really only about four weeks behind schedule with everything that occurred. Mm. Um, so it, it really is something that I felt um, being guided and directed and the community has overwhelmingly responded this that this is the right thing at the right time and I just have complete gratitude that um that that I'm being used right in this way Mm. to to help others right now oh my gosh I love that I love the how it was just so synchronistic and guided like you said like we can tune into and experience life that way if if we're listening and feeling so, so true. And I think it goes back to if, if, if doing the work, right. If you find yourself in, in a position where, you know, right. Innately, you know, if, if there, if something's just not sitting right, Mm -hmm. something in an area of life may not be sitting right. It could be your health. It could be a relationship. It could be so many different things. Um, but if, if you start doing the work and start asking yourself what in your life needs your full attention, what can you focus on? 
um, I find that once you start making the time to focus on that, things organically start happening for you that, um, that you just can't question. And then it becomes really relying on that intuition that you've built over time and, and listening to your own wisdom. Mm-hmm. Lovely. It's such a wonderful place to be in, to experience life that way instead of, like you've said a couple times now, you've said happening for you instead of you could be say this happening to me. <laughs> but a lot so of true. things happen for us. It, it could be major life changes where in the moment we're like, oh my gosh, this is so awful. Why is this happening? But then some sort of blessing comes from it. Absolutely. And that is one of the things that I found just in my reflection over the last, you know, 20 odd years where, you know, I had great job opportunities. I had less than great job experiences, but every one of them taught me something that I need today to really deliver value. And it's really looking back and remembering the experiences and the knowledge that you gained from every one of those experiences. It really did happen for me just mm-hmm. and and it was one of those things where I have I considered a blessing now that I was able to have the strength to endure those lower times because it I came out stronger with the wisdom to reflect back and pull that out as a tool now to help um, really build a solid foundation mm-hmm. oh and I well and when I just see the skills in you in leading and your strategy and detail. I mean, you do stuff that I can't, (laughs) my brain just wouldn't do (laughs) in leading and creating this healing center and space for the community. It's amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's been really a pleasure getting to know so many healers within our community that, you know, when we, when we work together as a team, there is nothing that I'm, I'm, I'm so confident that we can help individuals and, and the halo effect, right, that it has. You're not just affecting that particular individual. Of course you are, but then they impact their circle mm. and that impacts a greater halo. And, and just to me, that is why I'm here every day, why I gain so much energy from everyone that walks in through the door because we're building a stronger community, especially at a time when even before then people weren't very connected. Now we're seeing that need, that calling where people are are realizing the value of those relationships, of that sense of belonging and that sense of community that they needed before, but now they appreciate it, right? Mm -hmm. More than ever. And so Let's work together to make sure that we come out of this stronger and healthier than ever. Mm, yeah, it, it can feel very chaotic in everything going on, but it's also such a potential for us to grow something better, you know, more love and more peace and connection and in our lives and in the community. Absolutely. And I think one of the, the things that I've really um, seen you know, just in my exposure over the last several months is that everyone is, is wanting wellness, right? They're, they're simply mm. wanting a balance in all areas of their life. And they're longing for a life where they are free from 
from fear of any conflict or, or judgment. And that, that really connects with their health, with their relationships, with their careers, with their finances, everything flowing cohesively, right. And Mm -hmm. coexisting. And, and that is something where I think that everyone has this opportunity now to really journey within Mm. Uh, and they can do, and every, there's so many resources, free resources online. Um, there are so many resources within this community. There's so many, um, there's, there's literally no reason not to educate yourself. Right. And you're, you're being blessed with this opportunity. Take advantage of it right now, because you don't know where your next path is going. You know, the, the, the fork in the road is going to lead you someplace completely unexpected and it could be exactly what you've been um, training for. I hate to say, it. I mean, like everything <laughs> yeah. that's been coming to you, you've been been training, right? And so now it's what could we do? What better can you? Can, what better life can you be living today, being at your optimum, at, mm-hmm. at your optimized potential? Oh yes, I love the potential field, human potential. That's what in our, my show, I kind of take it a step further. And it's like our godly potential. We have, everyone has it. It's not like some people are gifted with this and they're, you know, we all have a purpose and no matter what that might look like or feel like in our lives. But yeah, it was this time too, so much change. It's like, as things fall away, it also creates the space for something new. I know for me personally, I mean, I'm huge on self-care and meditation and, but this has created this space for me to really focus on self-care instead of like, I was finding our schedule getting busier and busier and busier. And it was kind of like reining things in, slowing down. Uh, taking that time to meditate and now getting over to, to you know, for yoga classes. And mm-hmm. it's been, it's been a healing time. It is. I, think, I, I completely agree. I think a lot of people who, who I've met over the last several months, they, they're for the first time really giving or giving themselves permission to monitor their emotions, how they're actually feeling truly about whatever may be in their life, good or bad, and really doing the work of saying, is, is this the right thing to give my time and energy towards? Um, lots of life changes happening there. A lot of people who are curious, right, about a, a variety of different topics and who are now giving that time to learn more about those topics and, and to journey, you know, within a lot of people actually I've talked to are doing journaling for the first mm-hmm. time in their lives, which I think is fascinating where you start really writing down the things that, um, that are impacting you throughout the day, a gratitude uh, practice mm-hmm. of writing down every single day, what you are grateful for. I mean, a lot of people didn't make that time before. Right. So, or vision boards. That's another big one that I've done for years of, of you know, going back to how driven I was, I, I would put a vision of what I wanted to accomplish in that year or, you know, a defined period of time and, and really putting it out there and, and working towards that. And there's so many people who are, are doing that work right Mm -hmm. now. And it just, it makes my heart so happy to see, um, the healing process, right. As, as you start uh, focusing in on that. 
Yeah. Oh gosh. I love that. Just digging deeper. What's going on? Why am I not my, I mean, my trigger was why am I not waking up joyful? I've created everything I want in my life. Why am I dreading the start of my day every day? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. asking ourselves those questions. And when we do ask those questions and ask, put those questions out to the universe, put them out to God and ask, you know, why is this like this? The, the answers will come to us. The Very, things we might need will come to us. Someone will say something or we'll see something online. It just resonates with us. We're like, oh my gosh, this is the answer. This is what I was looking for. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I think that that is one of the things that I have realized over time. If you listen, the answer is being shouted at you loud and clear mm. so many times. And it's just making, uh, quieting your mind to actually listen. I love it. And I, I also like noticing signs. And it's like we can notice things out in the, you know, out in the world, numbers, images, animals. It's all kind of, we have to be present enough to notice it. Like I mm-hmm. often get messages through license plates. <laughs> it, it may sound weird, but it's, it's happened and it, I kind of get guided by it. So it's kind of. Oh, cool. that's interesting. Yes. Yeah. Well, so I'll give an example because it might sound a little woo-woo as I just said that. But so I was driving in this stressful time, driving my kids 40 minutes across town to to get them to school. This house we were buying, the sale fell through and everything. So um, it was stressful to me. I didn't want to be spending so much time in the car. But so one morning I'm driving and I just had this vision of Ernie from Sesame Street. I just saw this picture in my mind. I'm like, Ernie, oh, that's weird. <laughs> what does that mean? And then at the end of the day, I'm driving back across town, picking up my kids, bringing, driving them back home. And there was a vehicle in front of me and on the license plate, it said Ernie. And I was like, all of this is perfect. It's all just working out the way it's meant to be. This is okay. And I'm, you know, getting the guidance that that's how it's all working out. So things like that, you know, as we're more present and tuning into our intuition, because we all have it, mm-hmm. you know, it just makes life a little less unknown and uncertain feeling. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think really taking the time again to know where you are in your journey, what what is it that you are looking to achieve? I mean, there are so many times where I forget where I am along the path of where I wanted to go. And like I mentioned, a good 10 plus years, I was on a path. I was working super hard, Rachel. I mean, but I didn't know where I was and I didn't, and I didn't realize how far I had veered off from the things that truly were my why. And, um, and, and outwardly it was very successful I mean, financially, it was very successful, but it was mm-hmm. so far off track from the things that really meant the most to me. Mm-hmm. And so really taking the time to evaluate, you know, the, the, the needs versus the wants yeah. and, and then going through and, and, and finding the right motivation for each of my steps was huge. And knowing also that I, I'm not going to get what I want, I get what I intend. Right. And so Mm -hmm. that, that was something that was really big of saying, you know, 
if I'm wanting this instead of this, I need to shift gears. I need to do something else that is going to, you know, really drive my passion and really um, reconnect me right with, with my, my mind, body, and spirit again. Mm-hmm. I love it. Realigning with that. Absolutely. Yes. And it was, it's, it was, it, uh, I have to tell you, a lot of people were very confused on my decision. And I, <laughs> I, I think for, for, um, for those who really know me, they, they're like, well, yes, we knew that this was a passion for you, but we thought it was more of a, like a side thing and that you mm-hmm. would always maintain this other persona. And I was like, well, why should I maintain another persona if that's not bringing joy, right? Mm-hmm. To what you mentioned, if you're waking up every day and you don't have the joy, that just means that you're really good at doing something that you find zero joy in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, versus finding something that you do find joy in and make that a success. Put all your heart into something that you truly find joy in again. And that, that has been this, this phase for me right now of letting go of my old identity and, and actually returning to my original identity, right? Mm-hmm. I, I had taken on a different identity over the last, you know, my adult life and going back to the things that really resonated with me as a child. Mm-hmm. It's like this un, like peeling back the layers to who we really are. And I don't think there's any mistake in the journey, like the skills and everything you've learned. I oh my think goodness. we're preparing you and that was part of the path to where you are now. And uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I could I couldn't agree more now. I mean, everything that I have learned along the way, I'm using right now mm-hmm. all the time. And I mean, my my undergrad was in accounting and finance and I knew early on that that was not something I wanted to do full time and now I'm running a small business. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's it's very interesting how as I said, it it all happened for me. It all happened to prepare mm-hmm. me for where I am right now. Yes. I love listening and hearing about journeys like this. This is cool. (laughs) So yeah. Any other like thoughts or things you want to speak to around these transformations or shifts we can have? I know for you, it was from corporate to calling. Um, Mine was kind of more like from what they say to my own intuition and my truth. I think for me, um, make the time right now in this season, a lot of us have more time than we probably have had for some from for years. Right. Mm -hmm. And so take advantage of this now, peel away 30 minutes, guilt-free, honestly, (laughs) guilt-free. This is time to really invest in yourself. Um, and, and go back to, I mean, I went back to my childhood and was like, what were the things that, that really, resonated with me back then um and what what are the things that resonate with me today and really doing that evaluation process that analysis of like what is my why what what are the things that I should really be focusing on right now uh, for my wellness for, I mean and truly my like just inwardly my wellness which I never did I always focused on everyone else's wellness and that mm-hmm. was something that um that time tenfold, I have, I've seen the benefits of it tenfold, um, make that 
priority. Uh, focus on self-care in whatever form that looks like for you. Uh, it, it, find the thing that really heals you on a daily basis because everyone needs that. It's not a sometimes thing that you need to do self-care. It's not, you know, I'll work on myself once a quarter. This is something that if you are not taking care of yourself, you're doing everyone in your life and yourself a disservice. And that is something that I really think that someone needs to hear that message that they are, um, they're directing their own path. They should really listen to their intuition, but you need to make the time to listen. And that takes effort, right? Mm-hmm. It's funny to, to, to calm yourself and, and refocus and, and find your, 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 inten- your new intention, right? Whatever that might be, um, then it'll come. It'll, it'll be an easy journey once you've, you know where you're headed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I mean, create the space for it. Everyone, we're all so worth it. Oh, I echo that a hundredfold. Everyone is worth it. And what you will build, you're you're part of something much bigger. And when we work together as a team, um, I do think that that we're truly going to come out of this 2020 better than ever as a community. Wonderful. Wonderful. I love it. Thanks so much for sharing your story and all your lovely nuggets that you have cultivated. (laughs) It's a practice, right? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So if the listeners want to connect with you to learn more, how would you like for them to do that? Well, they're always welcome to email me directly at Tanya, T-A-N-I-A at greenlotusyogactr.com. Or uh, come visit us at our center, as I've said to anyone walking through the doors. I love giving tours and highlighting my amazing staff and team, Rachel included, um, that, that really are here to help for whatever season you might be in or whatever you might be needing at that time, um, or, or a loved one, right? There are so many of us who are uh, watching and, and, and observing others who might need um, one of the the services as well. So come visit us at our Apple Valley location uh, right off of Pilot Knob. Uh, The address is 15875 Emperor Avenue, Suite 120 in Apple Valley. Awesome. That's one of my new favorite places. And I can walk there too, which I totally love. (laughs) Keeping everything close to home, you know. Absolutely. That's actually our sign, remember? Welcome to your new home. (laughs) Yes, with OM in the middle of it. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you so much, Tanya. I've loved this. Well, thank you for the opportunity. And I hope that something resonated with your listeners. Oh, for sure. You're welcome. Thanks. Hey, Rev with Rachel listeners. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's a pleasure to share these important life transforming and healing topics with you. As always, remember to Rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. This is the EWN Podcast Network.